There's a lot of yellow lights, Thor. <laughs> There's a lot of yellow lights in this house. And you know what yellow lights mean? Go faster. Go faster. <laughs> Before she knows. <laughs> There's a lot of, there's a lot of, uh, honey, I uh, did this and, uh, please forgive me. All right. Welcome back to another episode of Fish Addictions, The Real Talk. We kind of changed the name and turned it around a little bit because, uh, people were like, it's Fish Addictions. It's not The Real Talk with Fish Addictions. It's Fish Addictions, The Real Talk. And, uh, today we have... A special guest, someone close to my heart, my wife, Laura Olson, who puts up with all the stuff that you guys get to see behind the scenes. She's the, well, we'll butter her up a little bit. She's the rock. She's the pe- person that keeps the household together. So yeah. thanks also for the, joining us. Also the green light and red light. <laughs> There's a lot of yellow lights, Thor. <laughs> There's a lot of yellow lights in this house. And you know what yellow lights mean? Go faster. Go faster. <laughs> Before she knows. <laughs> there's a lot of, there's a lot of, uh, honey, I uh, did this and, uh, please forgive me. Barb, John, you raised a good one. <laughs> no, it's been a little bit since we got an episode out, you know, with the holidays and we're sitting here on New Year's basically getting one of these out for you guys. It is New Year's Eve. Yellow light. It is New Year's Eve. Yeah, oh. Still in 2020. Thanks, dear. Is yellow light going to become a tagline now during Fish Addictions episodes? Um, Very possible. I have a feeling there's going to be a... Ch- you're going to look back at a camera and yell yellow light and then jump your snowmobile off of something. <laughs> I don't right. watch that episode. <laughs> Are you worried for my safety? All the time, dear. Oh gosh, <laughs> that's so sweet. Is it because I can't tell for sure if she means it or not? So how sweet is that? I don't know. It depends on how up to date the life insurance policy is, I suppose. I just renewed it. Just renewed it. So yeah, heavy with the sarcasm. <sighs> <laughs> I mean, he was teaching our son to jump in a big ditch. Tonight. Saw so, that. Hey. He graduated from the Z120. We got him a little 340. It goes faster. He needs to learn how to jump it and handle it. I would think jumping would not be the first or second or third time on it. But he has jumped the Z120 all the time. Jeez, we're having a domestic dispute 30 seconds in. I jumped my snowmobile the first time I was on it. Yeah. How old were you? Uh, 23. <laughs> not 10. <laughs> It was also on accident. Yeah. <laughs> the headlight the headlight went out and I crossed a plow road. Oh, boy. <laughs> it was a very big accidental jump. Well, on this episode, guys, we're just going to kind of talk. We're going to catch up with the season. Uh, we have been filming. We've been out. We've had a lot of fun experiences. The guys have been out around. We've been hitting all over. Basically, so far, we've stayed kind of in our area, local area, within three hours of home. Yeah. Uh, just to kind of. Because we know the ice conditions, and the ice conditions have been really weird, so we'll touch on that a little bit. Uh, kind of a big bite update. Yep. We'll give one of those, and uh, we'll give Laura a little question and answer. And uh, I, I get, you know, it is something that I get a lot. Is like it's never the because guys will never ask this question. It's never your wife lets you do that because it's a lot of your wife is a saint. 
because we're gone. I hate to say the number of days we're gone because I'm Don't not. Do it. I'm not sure she keeps track of it. Don't do, do it. Do you keep track of it? Yes. Okay. I have not recently because I did once and I started feeling bad about it, so I didn't want to keep track of it anymore. So just like in other relationship advice, we're not going to talk about our numbers. Right. Well, in all fairness, as my kids get older, I bring them with me a lot. Yeah. Right. So, but. You know, she decided to have a fourth child that's uh, five years younger than our youngest one. And she just loved changing diapers so much that she wanted to have another child. And I love them to death. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying I don't love them. Is that really what the age gap is? Yeah. Five years. That's how long it took her. To say yes. Figure it out. To figure what out? Like we could have a much older child. If you would have just figured it out sooner. Yeah, but we wouldn't have con man. Maybe we'd have another one. Look, have an heart attack right now. This is gonna get weird. No, yeah. no, no, <laughs> no. It's only as weird as you make it. Well, I have a feeling Mike's gonna make it weird. I hope not. I won't make it weird. He might. He, you're right. He might make it make it weird. <laughs> we'll see where it goes. Yeah. No, but so Fish Addictions TV is off and rolling. Uh, we had great support for. Episode one, yep, where we traveled to the Detroit Lakes area and really had a blast getting on the crappies. Now, I think we touched base. Actually, we filmed, we did our last podcast with a few of the guys that were on that trip, talked about it a little bit on that trip. Uh, I want to thank everybody for checking that episode out. And if you haven't, get over there and check it out because you're not going to see crappie fishing like that very often. It was a unique bite. Mm-hmm. Uh, that we had to really, really stay on the fish. Uh, I've never been on a crappie bite where you would catch one fish out of a hole, and that was it because the school, which was a pretty good-sized school, was moving so fast that uh, without the live scope and without guys calling cadences, basically, there were the we were leapfrogging each other, and the cadence was to the left twenty. To you know, it was we were calling it out, and so it was a pretty cool episode. I think we showcased that pretty well in the episode and and really showcased how well a bite like that works uh and but with multiple people uh i've always said that i think you can you can take one live scope with a group of guys and and be pretty effective which you could could be in most cases but in that case it, it, it took multiple units to get to uh where we're at yeah well, and do you think that that truly was the first time you've been on that bite? Or do you think it's the first time you realized that you were on that bite? Because how many bad days of crappie fishing have you had? Yeah. You know, where no, you only a, catch one fish every 20, 30 minutes because that school's rotating so fast. That's a really good point. And I had a few people reach out after the episode and like really asked kind of that same question. I've thought a lot about that. And you're probably 100% right, right? Because if you can stay on that school, because a lot of times when well, especially with crappies, when you are on a school, you get a call, you pull a couple up, and then it's slow for a while. And in that bite, too, I think if you would have stayed in one hole, you would have had them come through multiple times during the day. Because mm-hmm. when you, especially when you look at the aerial view of where we were at and the holes that we drilled, and we were on them for five hours consistently, Yeah, um, it all was within 100 and 150 yards of right. each other all the way around. And we, we visited multiple portions of that drill out multiple, multiple times. Yeah. Um, but no, I agree with you. I, and, and yeah, I mean, 
I think uh, I think that is definitely the case. Now, I, what I did realize and what I have realized over the course of the last two years is when we first got LiveScope, we always talked about we drilled less. Mm-hmm. Don't have to drill as many holes. That's not the case. Now you're drilling more because you can get yeah, more. I don't know if we're drilling more holes, but the holes we're drilling are with a purpose. Yep. Uh, we're not blindly drilling and then finding because we used to have to drill a grid out. And then figure it out with our electronics. Now we're drilling. A lot of times we'll drill, 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 find a group of fish. And then we'll drill five, six holes around those fish, depending on how many people we have there. And uh, set down on top of them and move as we need to. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, I, I agree with you. That's probably happened way more times than I can count. Because I can remember I can remember many, many times where you catch five, six, and most of the time those crappies are in schools of 20, 30, 40, 50, 200. I mean, depending mm-hmm. on the school that you wish you're with. What? 20, 40, it makes sense. It really does. Honey, as a, as a fisherman, these people are going to realize that. And the wives are laughing at me right now because they're laughing at you, and that's all right. You know, actually, you don't want to know a statistic nope. that you maybe don't know about nope. Fish Addictions TV. Don't get too excited. Fish Addictions TV has more women watching it than any other show. You want to know why? Because they relate and have fun watching us. You have fun watching us? Have you watched our show first? We should clarify that. Because <laughs> Alex, Alex has not watched our show. So we should <laughs> definitely clarify that before we get too far. Yes, that's <laughs> Thank you for the support. She needs to know where the heck we're at all year long. <laughs> I used to follow Snapchat. Oh, look at there he is. Oh, wait, Snapchat. Yeah, we need to get back into that. We do. How do we figure that out? Can we put you on that? Can you, you have fi- to take me with you? No, so then no, no, no. We got to get back into <laughs> it. Like, we got to find how to get back into our Snapchat. So you don't want to take me under Because Aaron Eichhorst, our old camera guy, still big support of the show, Aaron. Uh, we've been trying really hard to get a way to get into our Snapchat. And we actually don't really know exactly how to get into it. And there's been people asking us, like, why aren't you guys snap? I mean, we're doing that's, Instagram stories and stuff now. Mm-hmm. That's how I followed you on Snapchat. And then people would ask me, where's your husband? I'm like, South Dakota, maybe? <laughs> I don't know when he opened the app last, but <laughs> the last time he opened it, it was in South Dakota. <laughs> Wait, did we have our location on in Snapchat? I don't know. No way. I don't know. Number one rule. There are people that have their location on a Snapchat that I'm friends with that guarantee don't know they do. Yeah. Yeah, because it wasn't. It was. It's an opt out, not an opt in feature. Yeah. I always get nervous. Like I always check mine, and then it says that you are not sharing your location, and that makes me happy. But then I always want to ask somebody else if they can see where I'm at because like I don't quite trust it. Like it's a ploy. We're going through COVID right now. I mean, I know you and I differ a little bit on the whole COVID thing, so we're not going to get into that. But everything's a ploy nowadays. It's true. I think. Thor? I don't know if I want to get into this one. I don't know if I want to be in the middle of that. All right. Well, we know our stances. You'd just be yours. Yeah, but I feel like both of you can negatively impact my life. <laughs> no. You could never do something <laughs> like that. Because Mike is my boss, but you're his boss. Ow. 
Whoa, 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 whoa. You oh. did you hear yellow light? We're talking after this now. <laughs> That's definitely yellow light stuff. There was no red light. God. Did you are you giving her the upper hand? Yes. All right. Yeah. Darwin's Somebody, Darwin says gotta, survival of the fittest. Somebody's got to give it to me. Oh, honey. I got it before. <laughs> Anyways, so episode two actually launched tonight. We had a premiere. And if you guys like that, I'd, I'd like to hear what people think about that. We're, we're premiering it. We're watching it live with you guys. I mean, if I was being totally truthful, I've watched it three times before you guys. But only three. Yeah. I don't, you know, I. I watch it once, and then the second time I watch it, I write down revisions, and then I usually send the revisions to Tyler, and then the third time, it's like a green light or not. I mean, sometimes I watch it up to five, six times. I think I've watched this one six times. Yeah. I mean, uh, a typical, a really typical Lake of the Woods episode, lots of fish. We did not get that big one. That big one on Lake of the Woods has just, we've had them on a few times, but we have never gotten him. On the ice. It seems like there's less of them in the winter. Yeah, because you're not moving. You know, the typical Lake of the Woods thing, you know, in the summer, we're finding a lot of big fish, catching a ton of big fish, but we're moving. You mean, yeah, you can move on the ice, but it's not the same, right? right. We're covering water, harder. every inch of water. There's a ton of big fish out there. And fishing pressure does a lot, too. Yeah. Um, But there are days where you land on them and it happens, you know? So, but anything... You got that you want to touch base with Thor? Um, well, we w- I would like to know what people think about whether we should continue filming the podcast or if they would prefer if we just do audio. Yeah, it's something we kind of struggle. We're, we're cool. Not, with, we're, I wouldn't I mean, struggle we're cool with, with it either way. Yeah, but, we're we're trying. You know, this is something again that's new to us. We're only is this episode four or five, five episode five. I started it out with episode four, didn't I? I don't think you said the episode. Number. Okay. Well, this is our episode, fifth episode, and we're still feeling our way around it. We really want to create something that you guys like. And and so far, it seems like a lot of people like our lightheartedness. We're not really getting into something crazy. We're just talking and uh, having a good time. But filming, it's something we're struggling with. Uh, not, I wouldn't say really struggling with. We're just trying to decide if that's the best route for what right. we're doing or not. Because so. it's a lot of extra work to do the video portion of it. So there's about half of the people out there just went millennial. Yeah. But (laughs) the, the last podcast I spent 12 hours. I know, but that was a fluke and then scrapped the video. That was a fluke thing. Yeah. The other podcast you spent an hour or two, right? Seven or eight. That's because we had multiple cameras, but we're trying the one camera thing now. So if that works out, it'll be much better. My vote is video. So. Do you think they like to look at you? No. No, no. It's just uh, for me, when I watch podcasts, I watch the video. I like it. When you're driving? Yellow light. Sometimes, yes. Sasquatch Chronicles does not have a video. Do you watch that? No video, no watching. Do you still support it? Kinda. Kinda. You have all our children watching Sasquatch Chronicles. No, nope, they're not watching any listening. of it. I mean, they go with you in your vehicle. 
because they can listen to a Sasquatch chronicle. It's kind of funny to list, watch the reactions when they like have like a moment where they think Sasquatch is real. You still think Sasquatch is real. I'm I'm going to go ahead and say that the the proof needs to be on whoever's telling me Sasquatch isn't real. Well, so have here. You seen him? No, but you haven't. You, you haven't not but, seen but proof, him. Proof, <laughs> proof, proof, <laughs> proof, proof, proof to me that Sasquatch isn't real, though. You're right. I haven't seen him. I mean, no. I've never seen a virus. Yes, you have. I mean, you haven't, but people have seen a virus underneath a microscope. People have seen Sasquatch. I'm just not one of them. Yeah, that's true. There's thousands and thousands really? of people that have had Sasquatch. Sasquatch Chronicles has thousands of episodes. All right. Aliens, and I am not. UFOs. I am Maybe not. I should call in and make one up. That wouldn't be nice. Yeah, that would. In, but that, what? That's not what we're you, here. You to just do. want to lie to the public. Yeah. What, do, do what kind of people are they? Stories are real. No, I do not think all the stories are real. Okay, there's so like, there's like ten of them that I'm like, well, Good like, how do you tonight. even make this up? Um, no, but I will say, be honest. When I was walking to my deer stand one morning, I was like, like I heard something that wasn't normal. I thought it for a split second. Is it the high pitched squeal or whatever he does? No, I've never heard um, that kind of stuff. No. Well. No, you haven't. No, there was one time out in the deer stand, like, oh, a long time ago. And I heard some kind of scream and it scared me. And now I just think it's a bobcat that I heard. But at the time, I thought Chupity Cabra or Sam Squatch or. Could have been a mountain lion. Could have been. Where I was at. Uh, we have seen mountain lions before. Oh. I think I think that would be crazy to be out in the middle of the mountains and just all of a sudden hear the the um, mountain lion scream because they say it sounds like a woman just screaming in the middle of nowhere. So you think you can get away from the screaming by going out in the mountains and it's the same yell? Not happening. I don't yell. You just get disappointed. Just raise my voice. Ah. Uh, no yelling in our house, just voice raising. <laughs> just punctuate things a little bit more. Use exclamation points instead of periods. Well, there are a few things that I want to touch base on. Uh, we've been asked a lot what our 2020 or 2021 outlook is going to be. Um, and we've also been... A lot of people have asked about Fox Sports North, and I think we need to reiterate that because a lot of people are asking, when's it coming? When's it? If you guys haven't seen or haven't heard, uh, Fish Addictions is not going to be on Fox Sports North this year. Uh, we made the decision to to go a different route. We had a great run on Fox Sports. Uh, we wouldn't change the way we've done it, uh, but we think there's opportunities uh, to go the route we are, and we're broadening her, our horizons. We're putting ourselves on more platforms and uh, we just think that's the right route. So we will have something on our Facebook page on uh, we'll probably put out a little video or something like that too, of where we can catch us. Cause it's, it's broadening every day. Uh, we just uh, had a conversation. Can we even talk about this? Maybe, maybe we won't talk about it quite yet, but we got, we have new places all the time right now. It's carbon TV. It's outdoor action TV. Um, and there's a lot of platforms that you can find those two on plus YouTube. YouTube is obviously our, 
our bread and butter place right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, but don't forget about the Carbon TV and the Outdoor Action TV where you can find actually all seasons of Fish Addictions TV as of right now. So we're still out there. We're still going. We're building the platform as we go. And we're actually building it so it's a year-round thing, right? So we can that, – that's kind of our goal is – to have the opportunity to to bring you guys new content all year long. So if it happens in August, it's going to be there in August. If it happens in September, we're going to get it in September. You know, in the past, we've really had the one opportunity because if we were going to air on Fox Sports and do that kind of stuff, we kind of had to hold it back and not really do it, not really share it very much until then. Right. Um. So I think that's the biggest that's the biggest opportunity. And we've got some projects that are in the works right now that people are going to be like, whoa, you know, and and because of the decisions we've made with Fox Sports North, we're able to do these cool projects. Uh, and I wish I could just burst out and tell everybody, but you guys need to like stay tuned to what's going on because there's things that we're going to be doing this winter that everybody's going to be like, I get it. I get why they're not doing that anymore. And, and I, it's weird. Because I feel like I need to explain myself on this whole thing. Because guess what? Growing up, what was the one thing every kid that wanted to be in the outdoor space? What was the one thing in our area that we wanted to be on? It was Fox Sports North. Fox Sports North was was the thing. Like, if you want to, you know, it's it's kind of like being a professional football player and that kind of stuff. Like, you have, like, a favorite team or a favorite place you want to go or to make the NFL, right? Well, for what we're doing in ice fishing, Fox Sports North kind of is the mecca of ice fishing, you know, and it's kind of crazy that we made the decision to leave them to do that. She's all like, oh, my. What do you think, dear? I wanted to be on MTV growing up. What, singled out? <laughs> no, rap, rap music videos. Uh, did you want to be in a rap music video or do you want to be a VJ? VJ. Isn't that what they were called? Like the MTV host, VJ host, or was that VH1? Oh, that was VH1 for sure, huh? A VJ, VH1 DJ. Um, so what were the people called that were on MTV that did D- like DJs? I mean, I I had an illusion of becoming a rapper. I wanted to hang out with scantily clad women. Well, I, was, I mean, that was my goal. Laura's gonna moon us, or not moon us, but flash us today. See, much like an older, larger fish would say when you drop a jig down, they would say, that's bait. (laughs) Don't bite that one. (laughs) I wouldn't. Why would I want my wife to do that? I don't. I'm just kidding. I just wanted to get her eyes out of you real quick. I know. That's so hard. You're so smart. Mm -hmm. Is it because the window's open behind you? Yeah. <laughs> it's chilly in the backside, she says. <laughs> We're just talking. All right. So on Monday, <laughs> on Monday, the 2020 21 season truly is going to kick off. Mm-hmm. All right. You got three episodes filmed, but you haven't you haven't really been on the road yet because We're we've going. been. Because we've been having a awesome custom built fish house put together for us. And we're going to go pick it up on Monday. And you can hit the road. Yeah. I mean. uh, Green light. light. 
you're playing this game it's, now. It's not even a yellow. No, no. So uh, <laughs> it's going to become yellow very fast because once we get this big bite house, it's going to be things are going to happen. They're going to happen fast and it's going to be the, our opportunities are really going to be endless to do what we need to do to make this happen. Uh, because don't get me wrong, we we've made that decision not to do Fox Sports North, and that's us confident in ourselves of what we can do. Uh, I think that's going to be a huge a huge uh, advantage to what we have this year. We're going to load it up, and we're going to go. Yep. Um, we're going to be all over the place. I hope we make it to Montana. I hope we make it. You know, we're going to South Dakota next week. Um, we're going to be all over the place and really we can be there and camp out for multiple days. And it's because of my wife and my kids who are super understanding about what's going on. You know, I've got kids at the age now, Abby, uh, you guys have all met Abby, hopefully in episode one and smash but, that subscribe button. Smash that subscribe. <laughs> that's her favorite thing to say, but you know, it's to make what happens. That's why, that's why I wanted to bring Laura on because to make fish addictions happen we got to have that well-rounded support group. Don't give yourself a hundred percent of the credit. Abby is a giant help, you know? So, but yeah, we're going to be traveling everywhere. We got big bite ice houses is, has joined our team and really our family. Uh, And we are going to be traveling around and showcasing that house in, we, we keep calling it like a COVID style because you know, <laughs> we'll get a bottle of hand sanitizer, but I'd make it a, on the outside. I'd make it a couple, couple bottles. Yeah, you're in. Yeah, we're, you know, if anybody that has a line on cleaning products wants to call and offer a sponsorship, Laura will be cleaning the house we'll every it, time it comes back. back. Just kidding. Just that, kidding. The cleaning <laughs> supplies bill on. is going to be Ooh, massive. Apron. <laughs> Cleaning apron. Okay. <laughs> so where are you going to go since you can't get to Canada? Well, that's the beauty of this thing is we can just go anywhere. Anywhere there's ice, we'll go. In fact, there's nothing stopping us. If Lake Erie doesn't freeze, why can't we do a Lake Erie episode in the middle of winter in a boat? Well, when are you getting your new boat? Does it have to be in my boat? Because if I'm pulling the ice house out, I'm not staying in my boat. I'm not mean, pulling my boat. I mean, yeah, you just got to find a boat. I know a lot of people don't like Erie. Well, there you go. That seems very cold. Yeah, but it wouldn't, it wouldn't be cold. Ice fishing. It's just going to say, honey, <laughs> what do you think we do out there? We we are on the ice fishing. That's why they call it ice fishing. But you have huts and heaters. You're going in a boat. Huts. Mike has set up a fish house like huts. four times. What else do they call? What do you, explain to us what you think we do when we're out there? Because I, I actually, this is something that I've really always wondered. Because like, I see it on you your get back, TV. We get we get back do. from a shoot, and it's like, well, you've been fishing for four days, and I'm like, uh, yeah, I have been, and I've been cooking and cleaning, and being a taxi cab, being a mom. I'm gonna be honest. I'm a little ten play. Ice fishing for me is not fun. <laughs> ice fishing, like I think I've had fun ice fishing like maybe six times. Other than that, it's almost always a feeling of work because it's cold. I mean, I don't but consider it's a personal it. decision to go. Yeah, like 
Yeah, I know. That's why I don't do a lot of ice fishing and I work in an administrative position now. Look, I love ice fishing. Guys, don't talk to these guys. Ice ice fishing (laughs) is awesome. Ice fishing. I fish a lot. I have ice fished as, I mean, there are the best memories of my life on the ice before Fish Addictions TV. And you guys are down downgrading ice fishing. How no, dare yeah. you? But my mess, my best memories are in a you boat. S- you said you were going on Lake Erie on a boat, and I said that feel that sounds cold. Yeah, I know, but then ice I fishing asked- is in a hut or a house. Ice fishing house. You have warm gear. We got to get her a plaid shirt and a plaid fold down ear shirt because when she I says hut, one. not plaid. I know. Let's not get into that. And had. <laughs> An Elmer Fudd hat. Kidding. Had. We talking a Stormy Cromer? Uh, you got rid of a Stormy Cromer? No, no, no. You're going to lose subscribers if you're going to diss a Stormy Cromer right now. I am not dissing the Stormy Cromer. And no, stolen. no, no. So listen, she's being a little it, dramatic it was here. stolen. So I had this hat made years ago. Okay. And it had flaps. It was like a regular stocking hat with a thing up here. And it had stock. And and. I got I passed it off to somebody else and they have it and they've never given it up. And we won't name names, Caleb Driscoll, but I mean, he now has the hat and has claimed ownership. And apparently Laura likes that. So No, I don't like it. You love it. No, you like the hat. I like the hat. I don't oh. like the fact that he has my hat. My so, hat. No Merry Christmas. I'm gonna get you a new one. It's been like three years since I've had that hat. Well, there you go. Yeah, I mean, rightfully, he owns it. Distance makes the heart grow fonder. Exactly. You can get the exact one you want, because honestly, I thought that hat was hideous. (laughs) I thought her wearing it was hideous. Me wearing it was hideous. She got it because I hated it. And then she got it, and I thought it was hideous. So I probably, I mean, I can't remember three years ago, but I probably got rid of it on purpose. Well, and it probably makes Caleb look better. He is redhead. Yeah. How old do you think you have to be to wear a Stormy Cromer? Let's ask Tony Aloya. Like I've I've been I've been kind of waiting. I mean, I've known Tony Aloya for at least eight years and he well yeah, he's had one all eight years for sure. I guarantee it. But one of my best friends, which I think you knew Doug. Yep. Doug was a big Stormy Cromer fan. Yeah. I, we should order Stormy Cromer hats. I don't know if it's a personality or if it's an age. I don't I don't know what I need to do to make it appropriate for me to wear a Stormy Cromer, but I want one. You wear it and you sport it. You just own it. You, you just, just own it. You just yeah. Own it. You don't care what anybody else thinks. You just own it and you're like, so it is, is a mindset. Hat. All right. I need to rotate the mindset a little yeah. bit. I mean, I just shaved my head yes. to prove a point and I'm owning it. You're wearing a hat. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> I have a shaved head. Now you're owning and it. And I'm owning it. What? I said that you are. <laughs> you do have a good bald head, though. Do I? Yeah. It's nice and round. Yeah. <laughs> like it's not pointed yeah or, or so i i swam in high school and we would shave our heads every year for sections and state and there are a lot of people out there that wait do you need. shaved your heads that make you faster makes you feel i think it's mostly a mental thing oh. but it's like the stormy cromer yeah i also don't like wearing swim caps so either having a shaved head or a swim cap makes you faster and i didn't like swim caps but either way there's a lot of people out there that have really bad shaved heads. They're lumpy or full of moles. And uh, I had a buddy that wrinkly. Yeah. I had a buddy that when he was shaving his head, he found a mole that he didn't know he had until there was blood going everywhere. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. No. So you do have to be a little careful, but 
when is, is this going to come out before our Garmin giveaway, Thor? January 6th. Today is the 31st. It should. So let's remind everybody about our Garmin giveaway. Uh, the number one thing in ice fishing and has been for two years is the live scope. And Fish Addictions and Garmin are giving away a live scope January 6th. And you don't have to do a bunch of stuff to get registered for it. You just got to go to our our Facebook or our, actually go to our Facebook page, but go to our uh, YouTube page. Find the video that has the Garmin giveaway, which is I think it's pegged right at the top. If you're not a subscriber, it's it. So if you are not a current subscriber to Fish Addictions TV, go to our YouTube channel. Subscribe. The, the video will be linked immediately there for you. Follow it. Subscribe. Leave us a comment. And you're in. And you're in. That easy. Yeah. We're not asking for your phone number. We're not asking for your address. We're not going to email you every time. We're not going to call you. We're not going to sell your phone number or email to somebody. Truth, truth be told, I don't want anybody's phone numbers or email addresses. No. it's. I literally want you to tell us basically where you're going to use this thing. And you're in. Yeah. Oof. But my head's getting cold. But I think it's important that people know that and get over there. Mm-hmm. Tell your friends. Tell everybody. In fact, if we get enough people involved in it, there is a, a twist that might happen. So get out there. Subscribe, get your friends, get your spouses, get your kids. We've got something for everybody on with fish addictions, and we will all year long. And there's a lot of cool things that are going to be happening. A lot of cool things that are happening, mm-hmm. will be happening. And I think fish addictions is a people pleaser. So if there's things that we get, we get people reaching out to us all the time, asking us to, to film and fish in certain areas. And we're totally 100% open to any of that. And most, most shows are. But we're definitely trying to put a twist on things with what we're doing. From here on out, all these episodes are going to be in the big bite. We have next week's episode won't be. Uh, we went to the Alexandria area, which we haven't talked about at all. Uh, did a big blue, yeah, big bluegills, big crappies, man. It was pretty epic. Yeah, something to say. I no? wasn't there. I wasn't there either. It was, it was- be rocking at home i don't know really yeah. i mean it was good enough where i was back in one day the mom caravan ran honey how do you do it one tell everybody time. how you do this one day at a time <laughs> when are you gonna let the kids just take the ranger to school Ooh, so this is kind of a new thing for us right so the other day they ride the bus oh so listen what's the mom listen, caravan though. doing practice we could take the ranger listen I, that's what's been going on thor like i gave the okay to take the ranger the other day we live one two three basically three and a half miles from town well when you take the back way it ends up being three and a half miles or so um and the other day i'm in town doing stuff in abby my daughter calls me she's like dude i'm like i'm never gonna make it back you need to take the ranger now she's taking the ranger every day since she does have her ATV license. She does have her ATV, UTV license. She got it. This summer. This summer, because she couldn't ride the golf cart at the lake unless she had it. Oh, yeah. Huh. Yeah. That's a she, good rule for the lake, lake to have. It really is. Yeah. 
Except for someone like Jake, who can't get his UTV license yet, but is probably a better driver than most 18-year-olds. Yeah, but... Still, the responsibility factor kind of comes and goes. I get it. And realistically, it's kind of nice to have kids leashed in a little bit. Mm -hmm. Okay, I'll give in, but I don't agree. I mean, toss him the keys to your warrior. Let him rip that around. Then he's not going to bug people at the no, campground. Let him get the boat. The little boat. The little boat didn't ever make it to the lake. Uh, Wasn't that your parents' cabin? No, nope, not this year. Oh. Yeah, it's been here. We took it out to Devil's Lake a few times, and that's about it. Did they get a new little boat for the cab? Yep. Okay. Yeah. They, uh, well, my old, the Josh Clausen boat, okay. we call it, yep. is out there. Okay. Yeah. Cause that's, that's the boat that I always recognize as being Jake's. Yeah. And I was like, I've, seen that boat being used not by jake but yeah yeah no the the josh clausen boats out there but the sylvan we got a little sylvan with the 25 horse suzuki on it that we got for jake and i've used it more than he has and so did you truly buy it for jake or did you truly buy it for spring fishing when your boat is too big and you need a little boat to get i truly bought it for both reasons I mean, hundred percent. I mean, the other option is you get something like a kayak or a canoe, and then things are significantly more dangerous in the cold water. So, not unless you tip it. Yeah, but kayaks and canoes are very easy to tip, mm-hmm. especially when you get hit by a chunk of ice. Yeah, sounds cool. How else are we gonna get into all these north little lakes up at Devil's Lake without it? Right. You're right. We should bring that out to the lake and just leave it out there this year. You're right. I'm so sorry. I'm- why don't you take it there in April when you go? I will. We didn't have a place in April, to be fair, so at that point. End of April. Mm-hmm. Are we really going to have an argument? No. On I'm not arguing. My podcast? Do I look like an idea? <laughs> so it's talking about next year. Next year. Like yep. Tomorrow. Well, yep, yep. So technically tomorrow or four days ago because of production time. But yeah, but with Norsk lithium batteries, are you looking forward to having lithiums in the back of your boat now? I'm really, really excited about that. Actually, you know, there's a lot of times when we're tournament fishing and stuff that we're putting those trolling motors to the craziest ends and you get like six hours of hard use out of them. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm we're talking at least double or triple the time out of those trolling motors and weight the light and the load up front. Right. I mean, we're going to light, we're going to lighten that load by probably 60 pounds up front or more. So, cause you have your battery. So do you have your, you have your cranking battery in the back and then your, your 36 volt system up front. Yep. Okay. Yep. It's up underneath the rod locker and in my two Oh eight. So yeah, I, I think it's going to be pretty impressive. I would guess mm-hmm. without actually running it so far. So I, I can't, I mean, everything I have used of the Norsk batteries for our Garmin's and our and our flashers and all that kind of stuff is first off really lightweight. Second of off, second off, it's uh, done everything it's supposed to do. When it runs forever, yeah. I mean, have you killed I, one yet? Nope. Uh, I fished Lake of the Woods two full days on it on on a live scope, and it was still at like 40 ish percent. You know, it's pretty impressive. Uh huh. For sure. So. Well, and I, I don't know if it's the same in a like a walleye boat, but I know like with my bass boat, for every pound that I put up front, it's equal to like five pounds in back. 
as far as the weight distribution on your boat is. Oh. So having those lithiums, you are probably going to end up with a faster boat too because you're going to cut a lot of weight up. Sure. Oh, yeah, for sure. You know, and it's crazy. Like when I'm pre-fishing and stuff, I'll get, you know, 50 six seven miles an hour out of my boat and when i when i take the tournament load or the pre-fish load out and only have a tournament load uh and it, you know especially if i'm not going real far i won't put a full tank of fuel in if right. i know i'm not going to need it and i'll get 60 you know what i mean so i mean it makes a big difference so that 50 60 pounds is gonna make a huge difference as a oh yeah for sure and that's something we we've talked a little bit about, but not a lot about is the Norsk stuff. You know, the Norsk is was a little background on Norsk. Everybody knows the amp batteries, the Dakota lithiums, but North has really Norsk has really come onto the scene. Uh and a lot of guys are kind of not sure about it. And I, I will tell you that two years ago, uh, what a lot of people maybe don't know this, but I, I also own with Tony Aloya, the Fargo ice fishing show and Norsk is a local brand from around here. Guy's crazy smart. Knows the Fargo, stuff. Out of Fargo. Uh, and really knows his stuff. And he developed this battery and actually, you know, he didn't develop it with Garmin, but with Garmin's advice, you know, cause the, the biggest thing that, that people always, question or why why lithium batteries really came about was for longer run times with the lcds and the graphs and and all that kind of stuff where it was using a ton of amps yeah. uh, a, a ton of juice to run these things and you know you were getting four to six hours out of some of these units and then they were dead uh well i'm sorry when i hit the ice 95 percent of the time i'm on the ice for eight plus hours uh and even like putting your graph screen down to 75 percent or you know it would help a little bit uh, but now it's like i can have everything at 100 percent, run it the way i want to do it the way it's most effective and the lithium battery is uh is giving us all that plus we're running gopros we're set charging our cell phones all off the same battery mm-hmm. and we're getting that life and that i think that's one thing norsk norsk did really well uh is integrated that usb plug into their batteries and they also integrated a digital battery status, mm-hmm. uh, which is well, go, huge. Go check them out because it's it's really some something people should be paying more attention to. Uh, they're changing because you are going to see. I, I call it right now. There's no other battery company out there that does those two things: the USBs and the digital readouts. Next year there will be. Yeah, there'll have to be if they want to compete. Right, and there there isn't a lot. There isn't a lot out there in that space, the lithium battery space, that uh, there is to choose from. You really have Dakota Lithium, you have Amped Outdoors, and then you have Norsk. And really, I mean, if I was being totally truthful, they're all good, but it's what you have a little extra that makes you mm-hmm. better. And And Norsk has those two options that... I didn't think the digital readout was going to be that big of a deal. I look at it all the time. Like, where am I at? You know? Right. And sure, it's not going to make your battery run longer or what have you, but it gives you that little bit of extra information of where you're well, at. They they put a fuel gauge in your vehicle. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, absolutely. Every, everything. Everybody uses it. Well, yeah, but 
<laughs> but but everybody uses it. Right. Everybody uses it's, it. Whether or not they people just wait until the light goes off. Yeah. Well, yeah, but that wouldn't happen if there those are called hitch. females. Sorry, I had to say it. It's true. I mean, because I love you, honey, because I want to start a fight. You did pick me up to go to opener one time and you had 17 miles to empty when I got in the truck. And we drove past four gas stations before you were like, well, you know what? Maybe we should stop. But I still was watching the fuel gauge. You you looked at me and said, I don't know if we're going to make it to Badger. Yeah, well, I mean, we made it. And I was watching it the whole way. I was hoping and praying. (laughs) I was doing the male portion of that and being like, we can make it here and let's push it. I wasn't doing the ding, ding, ding. Oh, I better put gas on. I was just glad that you didn't have the boat with, that the boat was already up at Lake of the Woods. Mm -hmm. Because we wouldn't have made it. And I would have stopped sooner because I was looking at the fuel gauge. Yeah, but there was 20 miles back to the next gas station and 15 to the next one. And we made it. We're still here to talk about it. Yeah. (laughs) Wild day. It's a good opener, too. I, uh, no, I just, I'm trying to remember this exact uh, experience. It was the it was the year that Anthony bought his first warrior. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. That kind of it's kind of coming back. It's all coming back to me now. And the the ice was already the ice. (laughs) She's like, no, no, (laughs) no. The the ice was already off the big lake, so we weren't we weren't contained to the river. We were able to go all the way out. That's right. I do kind of remember that. But we made it. We're safe. Don't worry, honey. It was the last time I fished walleyes on opener, too. That's a shame. We're going to change that this year. We're going to, you know. What? Mother's Mother's Day. I'm sorry. So she is not one anniversary. There is not one person out here. Please comment on this because this is a (laughs) yearly, yearly thing. My wife thinks I'm the only person out there fishing on Mother's Day. No, I know. And I keep telling her, you are not my mother. You are these kids' mother. They are with you. There are thousands, there are hundreds of thousands of men out there fishing on opener and texting their wives saying, Happy Mother's Day. We'll see you tonight. Is it hundreds of thousands, though? Thor, shut up. Because, like, North Dakota doesn't have a fishing opener. Yeah, but all of Minnesota. Yeah. Minnesota. It's a holiday. It is. Like, would you expect me to stay home on Mother's Day if deer hunting was on it? Yes. <laughs> I mean, I mean, the governor leaves the office for opener. Yeah. And Mother's Day. And he's the governor. We like she is my biggest support group. But when it comes to Mother's Day, it is a fight. At, okay, this is how it goes. Can I can I do this? And you can correct me if I'm wrong. Are you going to opener this year? That's like two weeks beforehand. Uh, yeah. Oh, OK. And then it's a week beforehand. Uh, what day are you uh, leaving for opener? Well, we're going to go up Friday and you know, we'll fish Saturday, Sunday, and then we'll, you know, we'll fish half a day or more Sunday and come home. Oh, and it's just that. Then the week goes on just fine. And then it's like Thursday. You know, it's been bothering me since we started talking about it. And uh, 
Are you really going to fishing opener and going to miss Mother's Day? <sighs> yes, dear. Jake and I are going to go enjoy a Minnesota fishing opener on Lake of the Woods like I've done since I was 14 years old. Have you missed an opener since your first one? Was that last year? Last year. You didn't go COVID? last year? No, no, we went. We went. COVID? COVID didn't. No, we went. I thought they Jake didn't go. Nope. No, they closed down the river, like the spring river stuff. I mean, as a wife slash mom, what are the covenant days that like we're going to get the old stink guy if we're gone? Anniversaries. Do you know what that means? Birthdays. Oh, wait, hold on. Whose birthdays? Yeah. That's important. <laughs> Your birthday, kids' birthdays. All birthdays. And there's a point against another kid. Honey. Unless you take them away. I do. Oh, so that's bonus. That's points for more kids. Because if you get to take every kid fishing on their birthday, the more kids, the more automatic days in the boat. Or out on the ice, depending on when they're born. And more diapers to change. And more bottles to mix. And more days of a kid sleeping in my bed. And more crying nights. More sleepless nights. There's so many things to it that it's not worth going fishing on their birthday for the next 35, 40 years. I love my kids more than anything in this world. But I am so ready for no diapers. I am so ready we're to. There. Are we, though? I'd say within a year. <sighs> Okay. Okay. Within, Birthdays. Within 2020. Anniversary. Birthdays are kind of like an iffy thing if we take them with. Okay, next. Can you work on people's birthdays? I usually work on probably my birthday. Okay, so that's that's where I have an out. I'm working when I'm fishing. It's like a yellow light. Yeah. Y- yellow light. To Got you. it. Yellow to light. You. Yeah. So. Do you. You I don't think you want to make the argument that you're working while you're fishing. To you or to these people? To her. Oh, he calls it his job all the time. Right. But so that means you have to film opener. You have to film on Mother's, on Valentine's Day. I'm getting a fishing report all figured out, Thor. All right. Just saying, like, you have to come back with some content. content. Mm -hmm. You have to create some content in order to count it as working. But well, it it's kind of it's though. kind of natural to like create content where we're fishing now because like I don't know like I don't know like I, it's hard to explain but we've been doing this for eight years so it's like we're out there doing stuff it's kind of fun like to capture the moments even when the camera guy's not in the boat yeah for me for my kids mm-hmm. Alex watched his short stint on our podcast a bazillion times well he should he did a great job he thought he was funny he was funny he was funny he was hilarious <laughs> he is funny <laughs> he is a one-of-a-kind little human and he does what he wants yeah. you don't care what anybody else thinks the the times that it's hard for me to like remember to create content when i'm fishing or when i'm fishing alone Yep. Like if if there's somebody with me. But the crazy thing about that is, is like when you're fishing alone and stuff like that's when you can be the goofiest. Because because I feel like super like we're in runnings. 
creating yeah. the vlog for the kids fish giveaway. Which if you missed it, shame on you. Um, but what I noticed is that we were not talking at a normal voice. We were definitely oh, yeah, no, there's a state down a few octaves inside the store. Uh, it's a natural thing for me. Like I'm, We've been doing this for eight years, but it's not like just second nature to do this. It's not. It really isn't. No, you have to force. I mean, it's not not that you're forcing it, but it's a conscious decision. Sure. Yeah, and that's absolutely. where, like, for me, when I'm in the boat and I catch and I catch a nice fish, I think to myself, man, that's a great memory. Yeah. If somebody else is in the boat and they catch a nice fish, say, here, let me get let me take a picture of that for you, because that's a good memory. Right. You don't take a picture if you're in the boat by yourself. I mean, it's I really hard. To. It's really hard. Like, I'll to put take the fish selfie. back and I go. Like yeah, I'll I'll put the fish back and then I, you know, you give the. Well, I mean, sometimes I do, but, but just about every picture like that looks the same. Yeah, and yeah, it, so you, you only take so many of them. You don't get a good picture of the fish. You right. don't get. You don't. It's just. I do need a selfie stick. Also, I have given I have given my mom five selfie sticks for birthday or Christmas presents. Well, yeah. But she loves them. And uh, so you just keep upgrading her? No, you do the same one. It's like a $9 selfie stick off of Amazon. What does she do? She break them? What well, does she need? Well, they, or does she have one in every room of her house <laughs> well, they, in the vehicle? Well, they, they travel a lot and then their friends travel a lot and they'll loan, I don't know, loan them. I don't know how she, I don't know how, well, they're also only $9 selfie sticks. So yeah. they probably break. Yep. Yeah. It's got the button right on it and like nine dollars laura she, tried that once she loves them my mom's a selfie stick woman yeah. too she, i know she's owned several yeah i have not given her any of them but <laughs> she has owned several and i always think it's weird like well when we went to florida as a family hawaii. or hawaii she had a selfie stick and i'm like what the hell stick. is she doing that was my selfie i thought yours never worked that never worked it works. Hmm. When, but either way, you know, I catch it like I'll catch a nice fish and I let the dog look at it. I give the dog a scratch on the ear, say, man, that was cool. Put it back. You know, never, never think about taking a yeah. picture of it unless it's you know, because there, there's a difference between like a nice fish and a phenomenal fish. Right. You know, so like catch a lot of four pound bass in a year. Yeah. I don't catch a lot of five pound bass and I catch a lot less six pound bass. All right. So those ones, you know, you make the conscious effort of like, hey, I'm going to do this. But, you know. But it's those days where you're out and you're catching 10 four-pound bass. Right. Where you're like, dang, I should have done something. Yeah. I wonder. I've, I've thought this a lot because we're very, very. It's a double-edged sword with what we do because we have everything. Mm-hmm. We remember the good, the bad, the ugly, whatever. Most of mine's ugly. Well, we all have faces for radio. Yeah. But. Yeah, but we we get we relive that, and I I think we take it for granted that you know like we get to capture most everything that we're doing, uh, all the way down to the smallest of the fish to the biggest of the fish to the worst days, best days. Yeah, I always kind of wondered like what people do themselves. Like, are there guys? Are a lot of people? I know a ton of people like got have gotten GoPros. GoPros are a huge thing. Have been Mm -hmm. for years. They clip them on. If they're fishing up front, they let them run, and away they go. What do people do with that stuff? I mean, there are a select few people that use it. Right. I mean, when we first got GoPros, we 
did a lot of that stuff with like our kids and stuff, hooking them to snowmobiles. Doing, and we really never did anything with it. Right. We watched it back quick and it's like, ha ha ha, done. Yeah. It's like a, it's like photos. Like, where do they get stuck? You know? Right. I don't think it's something that you would go to right away. But longer. Yeah, but do you know where? Kids. Do you know where any of that is nowadays? Yes, it's probably on. Yes, it's ex- probably external drive. Yes, it's probably on an external drive. We don't Facebook. know that. Or on, man, I guess you know. I think you do have Facebook for that kind of stuff now, and I right. hate that. Why do I hate that so much? Is Facebook always going to be here? Are we going to lose every? I don't know. My I just ha- I just had like a, that was by choice though. A holy crap what? moment that MySpace is less of a thing now. Oh, it's still out there. Yeah, it's it's fairly big and for musicians and stuff still. Really? Yeah. But, but that's like weird. Like, what if just Facebook just disappeared on us and Instagram and stuff? Like, what if it just disappeared? We'd lose half of our lives. You can save it. Holy crap! I mean, we'll we'll just we'll just go ahead and put this out there as uh you know rebuttal to that and a tidbit of internet safety. Everything you put on the internet stays on the internet somewhere. Yeah. So I'm going to be able to find it when I'm old. Somebody will no, be able to find it. No, you probably won't. You'll probably call your daughter or your son and be like, I can't get this to work. Somebody will be able to find are it. Are you saying I'm going to be an incompetent old man one day? Oh, I think we all are eventually. Oh, I can't wait. <laughs> when you got an excuse or yeah. what? <laughs> <laughs> hey, do you remember to do this? Nah, nah, <laughs> getting old. <laughs> oh, so, honey, you've been on this ride. I, mean, I want to jump into this. You've been on this ride with fish addictions. And I, I'm going to say for sure you're one of the biggest parts of, of what's happened with fish addictions because of the support we have at home. We say it all the time every year. We, we reiterate it and we get asked it all the time. Like, what do you do? Um. I think people would like to know, like, how how has this been changed? How has it changed for you? How have you been such a big support of this from really day one? I mean, I'll, I'll be honest. Day one, I got an eye roll when I told her what was going to happen. Um, but there's been several times throughout this whole process where I've thought maybe we're done. And maybe it's, you know, gosh, it's a lot of time. It's a lot of this. And she's actually not let me quit. Uh, not that I would have quit it, but I was right there. You know, because it's a lot of time away. It's a lot of stuff you miss. It's a lot of, but there's a lot of good to it. There's a lot of, you know, don't get me wrong, that there's been way more good times than bad times with fish addictions, but it's tough. The the lows are very low. The lows are low. The highs are high. And the in-betweens are you ride it out. Um but I've been asked many, many times by by female anglers. My, by the way, my wife loves to fish, and we will fish more together at some point. But we still have kids in diapers, and it's tough. And especially, it's tough. Well, you got to fish probably more this summer than normal because we got a place on uh, Devil's Lake. But can you walk? Because everybody's heard my story, how we've started, what we've done. But nobody's ever really heard your story. Do you not remember it? Do you not want to tell it? Do you not have anything to say about it? I mean, there's a lot of people that are honestly interested in, on how how you guys play into this. And and, and really, the, the one of the biggest players is, is, is the support system you have at home. Um, 
I don't, I guess you just had a dream and. It's not that simple. It, I mean, it just is one of those day at a time and you take the good with the bad. And you are much happier when you're doing that. Not that you're not happy at home. I don't want to make that. (laughs) (laughs) But you are. I mean, I don't. I just one day at a time, I guess. I don't know. But supporting your dream. I mean, you got married and you support your dream. Like I would expect you to support my dream. Yeah. But it hasn't been all wine and roses. There's no doubt about that. Oh, no. But you take the good with the bad, just like you said. I mean, you take the late nights, you take the carpooling when the kids get more involved and have sports and have practice and have this and that. And I guess you just do it one day at a time and you don't look more than that. Has this ride been fun for you? I mean, it's kind of been a fun ride. I mean, probably a lot funner for you doing it. You got something to say, Thor? Well, who do you think's more stressed? Who do you think gets who do you think gets stressed out more about the success of fish addictions? The success success part of it, me. Uh, but I would say that she definitely feels when I'm stressed out about it. Um one thing that Laura has always said to me is when I come to her with these crazy new ideas that we're going to do is okay. You know, and and that's something with our relationship that we've done in a whole is just, okay, well, I trust your judgment, you know? And so we've made some crazy calls. This Fox, not doing Fox sports North, which was a hundred percent. Our call is something that I struggle with till to this still. You know, because like I said earlier, Fox Sports North was like, that's the place. That's where you want to be. That's when you, when I was 12 years old watching these fishing shows, that is the place, right? So it's hard for me personally to let that go. But I also know personally that we can make it happen, Mm -hmm. right? So Yeah, I mean, Laura is behind the scenes, helps with the books. She helps, obviously, keep the family together. She helps me stay organized. Uh, she even does some grocery shopping for the guys. She, <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of things that, that go on behind the scenes that wouldn't happen or maybe wouldn't happen as well if if she wasn't a part of it. So for her to say she just takes one day at a time, like, that's a great way to put it. And you're so perfect. But the, Oh, five friends. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's like... I think I think you simplify things a lot, you know. I mean, like you celebrate with the good times and you're there in the bad times and the in betweens. Uh it's it's but it's it's a support system that I I just I know everybody knows is super important, but I there's a lot of people that ask. There's a lot of people that that wonder and and truly I don't know. Well, and that's that's I mean, the beauty about it because I don't know how I get from point A to point B most times in life. So if we had a true explanation of what would what why why and how, I don't think it would be as genuine. You know, we do we take this ride that we're on because we're on a ride one day at a time. We don't know what I, I know where we're filming next week, but I don't know what the weather's going to be. 
I don't know what the wind, weather, wind, everything, road conditions, are we going to be able to get there? And, and that's know. probably the biggest thing with with how I have to give props to her because it's, it's not, oh, God, you're going to be gone again. You know, it's, where are you going this week? You know, the most information. And I will tell you that uh, technology has made it easier probably because we're able to communicate. We're mm-hmm. able to video chat with my kids. You know, I've got, I've got a support system with my kids too. We all do, you know I mean? They like everybody involved with fish addictions. They're always want asking and what's going on. What's this, but I get to physically see them and talk to them every day. Well, and you know, back, you know, during my, when I was working on the pro staff for fish addictions, when we were setting up for the, you know, we, we, we traveled together a lot, obviously, and uh, shared rooms and we were sleeping in your old permanent ice house out on Detroit lakes um, before the first kids fishing event. Oh yeah. And we stayed up too late as you do when it's the guys and the kids called right away in the morning, like three to four hours before I typically would wake up. And the, the what my first conscious, like the first thing that I consciously accepted from that morning was Jake crying because you had caught a 25 inch walleye the night before. <laughs> and I remember Jake going, but you said you weren't going to fish without me. <laughs> and that was, you know, that was like the, the whole light bulb moment where it was like the Olsen's fish. It's yeah. what they, the whole family, you know, they, for Jake to come up with that kind of passion at five 30 in the morning. And at five years old. Yeah. Was he five? That kid has been had to. an absolute beast, like for fishing. Like I remember at five years old taking him an opener. It's freezing, and he would not say a word. Like he was just like, "I'm fishing." And if I know, if I complain, we're gonna be done fishing. I'm not gonna complain. I'm not gonna say. Now, as he's gotten older, he's kind of gone the ups and downs of that. But at five years old, he would sit there and shake. I remember having other kids in the boat, and they're like down underneath the council eating a bag of chips. And uh, Jake is over the side of the boat like, no, we're fishing. And I know if I say anything, we're going to be done. It's not going to be that dad's mad at me. I would have never got mad at him. Right. I would have understood at five years old. And I wasn't upset with the kids that weren't fishing. I understood that. But I was always super impressed with how he just understood, you know, and he tried so hard. And the, his milestones, I mean, Jake has caught more fish over 25 inches than a lot of pe- lot of grown adults. Because of his consistency in it, right? Yeah. I mean, and the kid just absolutely loves everything about it, loves the outdoors. I mean, I, he's probably spent more time in the deer stand than most grown adults, you know, and it takes time and effort and, and patience and everything in the deer stand and in the boat and on the ice. And, and I think he got to go ice fishing like five or six times last year. And with more because of basketball and school and that kind of stuff. Cause he's got uh, extracurricular activities. Mm-hmm. Well, there's priorities. Right. And, but that's like every time we come back from a film shoot and we do well, he's like, can you take me there tomorrow? And it's like, man, that's six hours away. Like I can't just <laughs> jump back in and sometimes, take you back. Sometimes it's literally days away. And I have kind of a rule, you know, like my kids are my everything. Right. So I like, if I'm out here telling people to be careful on the ice, like I'm not ready to take my kids out there yet. I get it. Uh, we can be careful and most likely things are going to happen and ice is never safe. 
but I kind of have a rule like 12 inches for my kids to be out there. And it bothers Jake to no end because I'm, he's always like, oh, I suppose it's not safe yet. You know, it's and early ice is usually the best fishing. Yeah. It's the easiest fishing. It's the best fishing. The fish are still act very active and, and very predictable. Yep. And so I definitely get the eye rolls from him on that, but it's a, yeah, it's fun. It's fun to see the progression. And my daughter who had, she actually, she caught the biggest walleye on devil's lake last summer, 28, 28 and a half inches on a bobber, on a bobber. Nothing wrong with that. That's a technique that we all use. That is a tried and true technique. Oh yeah. As old as she's like, it's gone. Yeah, Bobber's gone. Real. Like, well, real. <laughs> it's big, Mom. Is it a stick? No, I don't think so. I don't think so. <laughs> the stick it's is fighting back. Big fish. I mean, in her defense, walleyes really don't oh, fight that it. hard. Uh, big walleyes do. Have you never caught a big walleye? The last walleye that I caught was 27 inches, and it did not fight. At, it gave me two head shakes. Before I got to the boat. Where was that? That was on a lake small enough that I don't want to share. It, it at one point held the North Dakota state record hmm. for the walleyes. I mean, walleyes are a different beast. With bass, you can horse them. You can do the things you want to do. With walleyes, you have to finesse the walleyes because they will rip. Like, their mouths will rip wide open. So, it's a whole different... You can, you can put them in the same class, but that's unfair. Uh... A walleye, if you do not fight a walleye right, you will lose it. Right. With bass, you can horse them all the way to where you want them because their mouths are leather. And I think it has a lot to do with the technique that you're using, though, too. You know, a, a walleye's mouth will just rip very easily. If if you have too much tension, too much, and especially big ones, they will just, if you, if you don't get them back far, if you get them anywhere up front, it's just so paper thin, it'll, it'll just rip. Yeah. You know, and that's the other thing is like it'll it it really doesn't matter. They'll rip a hole, so if you ever let tension off, just a hook yeah. will fall straight out. A lot a lot of guys don't understand that they don't they don't take that into perspective when they're fishing them. But with that much weight, with like a twenty seven twenty eight inch walleye has, you gotta have it. Everything's got to be done right. Yeah. And in my defense, I was smallmouth fishing when I caught that, so I was. And I, I was fishing a heavy rod on heavy braid with a big jig, and it was noon. I don't, I don't, I don't disagree that walleyes aren't going to fight like bass are. It's just a totally different perspective. It's a different enjoyment in why you're catching them. Yep. To me, it seems like walleyes are fun because of the chase, where bass are more fun because of the fight. Sure. Yeah, I don't. I won't disagree with that. It's the hunt, right? It's the hunt factor. And not that you're not hunting for bass, but it's a different, it's a different factor. Hunt, yeah. It's a, it's the hunt factor for sure for walleyes that do it for me. You know, if I'm in the boat and fishing uh, and walleyes is where it's at for me, you know, that's what gets me going. But yeah. trying to get stuff out of you and you're just so short with everything. There's a story there and you just don't yeah. want to tell it. What? Okay. So what is your favorite part? about fish addictions and what is your least favorite part probably my least favorite part is the travel portion of it and the time 
that's my least favorite part too to be fair i mean not that i don't like traveling to all these places and that kind of stuff but i mean last year i put almost thirty thousand miles on my truck for fish addictions yeah so i mean i love traveling and seeing stuff and there's a really goods and bads about it but i would say overall that's my least favorite part of it i'd say my favorite part is just the opportunity opportunities that come with it and like the opportunities that not so much that i have had because obviously i but my kids have gotten part of it mike has gotten a ton of opportunities that have come through from his hard work Mm -hmm. so what what opportunity if you could pick you know an opportunity that fish addictions can provide for you which one what would it be for me yeah, because, you know, so Mike gets the opportunity to go fish Wakusco Falls, to go out to Lake Erie and fish fish places that people are dreaming about. Well, I hope eventually I get to go with him. But until that time, I get to see pictures. <laughs> I mean, I think the opportunities that are there, the opportunities are just sporadic. There's right. Different opportunities that allow us to do things that, I mean, even her that she wouldn't normally get to do. I mean. Uh, I think one thing she really enjoyed, and she's probably a little not not upset, but a little bit disappointed that we don't do anymore is the kids fishing event that we did every year in Detroit Lakes because she has a big part in it. And so like the opportunity just to be a part to put that on, because that's kind of people we are. We're, we're givers. You know what I mean? Uh, I see nothing better in life than sharing an opportunity with people in general. Um, or just seeing Mike live his dream, knowing that he dreamed about being this dreamed about doing this i mean i loved i loved sports i loved sports i loved all that stuff in high school but my dream was to do stuff in the outdoors and we're living it every day and that's why every decision we make is based based on what i think is best for what we're doing and we're eight years strong Mm -hmm. so i mean we're not going anywhere soon and i hope one day that that i can hand the reins over to somebody like jake or connor or al or abby if she wants to be a part of it you know the olsen outdoors nope (laughs) it'll always be fish addiction store josh clausen's voice at the beginning of every episode will live on forever yeah but what if one of your kids grows up and has just a ridiculously They, they can use it in other ways okay do a side shoot. I, the hair on the back of my neck stands up every time I hear that. If I try to pre-watch an episode and skip over that, it doesn't feel the same. Is that weird to say? Because I noticed no. it like last year. I'm 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 proofing these videos, mm-hmm. and I would skip over it, and I'd watch like five minutes. I'd be like, I go back and rewatch it right from the beginning. But I just because that is like, all right, here we go. For us. That was all started in a Permadita ice house. Probably like right here. Probably like right where this building is. Right is where, here. And a lot of people don't even actually know that. Like when we first started editing, Josh would come over. We we had a permanent ice house at the point in time. We'd turn the TV on, shut the door, lock it so the kids couldn't come in. And we'd edit the first videos. Yeah. So I, I guess I don't know if you've if you've ever thought about this, but we ask just about everybody that's been in here. What? What would be your dream fishing trip? Somewhere warm. 
<laughs> I mean, I get that. <laughs> you know, like a, a dream of mine is to to hit the triple crown on the or the what are they called the grand slam on a fly rod, which is all saltwater fishing. Are you still on the fly rod thing? You still have it? I know for a yeah. while you were kind of going that way. Yeah, I, I throw flies every once in a while. Um, around here, there's not enough like good fly. F- well, you can so you can fly fish for anything. Yeah, but around here, there's not enough stuff that you would need to fly fish for to necessarily justify it. I mean, I, I keep a fly rod in my boat all the time. Do you? Yep. Hmm. Well, yeah, because they fold up into a tube. No. So I, I, I keep a fly rod in my boat just because, although the one the one bite this year that I had that would have been really fun on a fly rod, I didn't have a fly rod in the boat. <laughs> yeah. There's two things that I would, that I would, you know, of all the things we've done, there's there's two things that I would like to do and one is I would like to fish tournaments with my kid and I would like to fish tournaments with my wife. There's a few people out there that fish tournaments with their wives and it, it just seems like it just works. You know what I mean? Like you get each other. Mm-hmm. We're going it, to, it's a pressure situation. It's kind of fun. You're working together as a team. Uh, I, my thing is, is I have a son that really, really wants to fish tournaments. And without COVID, we would have fished tournaments last summer. Um, and I have a wife that likes fishing and I think would enjoy it as well. You know, when, and I, I see I see me fishing tournaments with Laura as we get older. And I see me fishing tournaments with my son until he can fish with some one of his own partners. You know? Yeah. Um, And I, I think that would be a lot of fun. You know, we realistically have 16 years before that's going to happen for us because we have a child that's going to be in our household for at least 15, 16 more years. I don't think we can, I don't think we're going to be able to leave him alone until he's out of the house. Like we can't just leave for a week to pre-fish and leave him here. My shop will be ruined. You could bring him with though. Yeah. But what is he going to do tournament day? Just hang out. I mean, well, I mean, when you look at, you know, the tournament trails where, you know, a very common trend, what, so one thing that almost every successful angler has as far as tournaments go is the true support of their families. Yeah. You know, so you, you look at guys that have made careers on the elite series. You, their their kids grew up on the road with them. Granted, those are individual tournaments. So it was, you know, the their wives or their spouse and their kids were, you know, spending tournament day together. But, you know, if you're doing something where you're going to, you know, pull the fish house with and then pull, you know, and pull the boat with so you can stay in it. Why not bring, you know, a child that can be alone for a day? Yeah. You know, especially because these tournaments aren't happening in places where kids can, like, get themselves in a lot of trouble. Well, in all fairness, uh, they're not having their spouse or significant other in the boat with them right, right. that stuff, too. Yeah. So, I mean, that's the difference, you know, on that level. But. You know, I'm sure that, you know, I was I was staying home, taking care of my brother for a day or two at yeah. a time when I was 16, 17. Yeah, you know, absolutely. You can do it on the road, too. Well, those are two things I'd really like. to. I'd like to I'd also like to get my kids involved in fish addictions at some point, you know, when they're old enough to understand what we're doing. Jake has been involved a lot. I mean, yeah, he's got one of the most watched videos of him catching a pike, 37 and a half inch pike or whatever, as a young kid. And He's very shy about it, but he loves every second of it, right? He loves all the guys. He loves all the experiences. The kid has experienced more at 10 than most adults ever. I mean, just the, and there's, there goes back to the opportunities that, that we love about fish addictions is 
our kids are getting this well-rounded opportunity to to experience things they wouldn't normally get to experience. And uh, that's what I love most about fish addictions. The people I meet, uh, you know, a lot of people come up to you and like, oh, sorry to bother you. But what they don't understand is when we're traveling and we're out and about, that one of the most, I'd say, satisfying, gratifying thing is people saying, hey, like your show. You know, it's mm-hmm. simple. And have a conversation quick. I don't care if it takes 20 minutes. I'm trying to get home or we're filling up with gas and we had a long day on the ice. Like it energizes us. It energizes us as pushing hard. And and sometimes we need that. It's fun pulling up to a gas station and someone pulls up and be like, Hey Mike, how's it going? And you're like, I don't know him, but that's cool. Or love your show, you know, or you're in a, a sports store you're you're in runnings you're in different areas you know uh, wherever you're at and there's the guy kind of looking at you weird you know i always make it a point to walk up and be like hey how's it going and and maybe they can't quite put where they saw us before yeah. or what we're doing but you know, it's it's fun that that is by far the most fun about what we do it's not the recognition right. it's the hey i like what you're doing yeah you know because we're our own worst critics day in and day out. Everything could be done better in our eyes and, or, or that's how we strive. I shouldn't say it could be done better, but we look at what we do, what we produce, what we put out. And then that makes us better the next time because we're always striving to be better. You know, uh, that same thing I say about being an angler in general, the good anglers, the good fishermen are people that are always learning and always striving to be better. If you think you're the best, you're not. If you think you can't learn anything, you're full of crap. When there's a, uh, I can't think of the, uh, who said it, but if you think you're, if you think you're the smartest person in the room, find another room. Right. One by yourself. (laughs) Why settle for being average? Right. Well, yeah, I mean. I do want to want to say that uh, I always I always feel like we have to thank everybody that supports what we're doing, even like this podcast, you know, like our as we feel our way through it. We've had a lot of support on this already. Uh, we don't know where everything's going. We're trying to figure things out to get guests on. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're trying to be more organized, but unorganized at the same time, because I, I think it's that's kind of what's fun about what we're doing. We're just out here. We're talking. We're just having conversation and get the chills and mm-hmm. freezing cold you're always cold mm-hmm. but i mean yeah i mean i just i love everything about what we're doing and we're just trying to do more so i, I criticism is a good thing criticism is a humbling thing and uh let us know what you guys think uh we're out here just having a conversation that's what this is about we're not trying to be crazy in depth with a lot of things we're just out here having a conversation now are there episodes where we're going to want to get stuff uh if we got the guys from garmin on we're going to ask them the the questions we want them to tell us about it uh but when we're just checking in that's kind of what we're doing it's the the real thing that's going on i mean we're traveling the midwest once we really start getting going like i said we haven't gone too far from home as of right now we've up to three hours don't get me wrong they're great episodes uh I wouldn't change it. And we have 
ideas of places we want to go and things we want to do. It's going to be a lot of fun. But uh, we've kind of been holding back a little bit, I think, without this big bite house because there's going to be a lot of a lot of stuff going on. Yeah. So, but what do you think? Think it's time to end this thing? Yeah. Right. Laura, do you have anything else you want to talk about? Yeah, Laura, do you have anything you want to talk about? I mean, anything that you say right now is on record. Is on record. I love you, Michael John. Oh, ooh, Thank you. See how he didn't use that as an opportunity to put himself on record. <laughs> I love you, Laura Marie. Hi, Barb. Hi, John. <laughs> Hi, Mom and Dad. Love you, kids. I'm putting it all on record right now. Thanks for all the support. All right, guys. Well, thank you, guys and gals. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Fish Addictions, The Real Talk. I was kind of wondering if you're going to get it right. Yeah. I was but just. Now, but now I got to start over. No, that's all right. And now, and now I'm thinking about now it. Do it again. And re- you know what we always say? The first time is usually the best time. <laughs> all right. Thank you, guys and gals, for tuning in to another episode of Fish Addictions, The Real Talk like to thank laura for being here with us today and we are going to take off to go celebrate new year's eve and welcome in a new year and don't forget the garmin giveaway tell all your friends your family everything about it who doesn't want a live scope in their hands go to our youtube page and uh, find the video should be right at the top of your page comment on it and subscribe and you will be entered to win that garmin live scope and if this goes well guys we're going to continue to do these cool prizes so Go do it. See ya.